This is the Bare Naked Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are too. Hello and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. So happy you're here today. I have, well, I have two big announcements today that I will be sharing with you in just a moment. Um, but this episode really, is, I'm just so inspired to talk about this because I had a major like kind of like setback week. Like I fell back into old patterns and old habits and like mindset things that I want to kind of share how I'm pulling myself out of that and what that experience was, all of that. But basically we're going to talk about how to feel abundant when you do not feel abundant. Because we all know for manifestation, we want to become that vibrational match. We want to be what we want to attract more of, which is abundance, right? Um, and so, but typically we try to, we try to manifest from a place of lack, a place of fear of not having enough. And we're just creating more of that. So it's hard because we want to feel abundance. So we can attract more, but how do we feel abundant? We don't feel abundant. We're going to dive into all of that. But first I have two like really big announcements. The first one. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you guys reach out to me a lot and ask me and say, Hey, like I'm starting meditation. I'm starting journaling. Like you, you're diving into those things or you want to dive into those things. And one of the biggest questions I get is what the fuck do I write in the journal? Like, what am I supposed to be writing in this journaling that you're always talking about? Right. And even though I share a lot of prompts in the podcast, it can still be difficult to like build a consistent practice. So I have self-published a journal for you guys. I'm so excited for this. It's just, it's just amazing. I basically put together some of the prompts that have just been my favorites over the years, ones that my clients have been obsessed with that have really been transformational for them and for me. And I've compiled them into a journal. It's transformational. It's deep. It's, it's, it's confronting. Like you're going to confront your demons. You're going to confront real shit. You're going to grow through this journal. Um, but there's some happy stuff too. It's not all the shadow work, but it is some of the shadow work, right? So it's going to be so good. If you're listening to this, um, the week, uh, like within a few days of this episode coming out, I'm having a virtual launch party for the journal next week. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. We're going to have prizes. It's going to be so fun. Um, yeah. And my second announcement is that I have another retreat coming up. So this one is in March and it is in Florida, Alachua, Florida. I think that's how you say it. Alachua. I don't know. I was told this place in Florida is very spiritual and cool. So we're going to go to Florida. We're going to spend some time together. We're going to do breath work. We're going to do all sorts of things. Um, we're going to go to like this spring, this like natural spring. It's supposed to be some of the clearest water in the world. Um, and we're going to like paddleboard. It's going to be a really good time. So yeah, the link to that's in the show notes too. So if you have not come on a retreat yet and you've been wanting to come join me. Okay. So to my meltdown. <laughs> so most of the time, you know, I feel pretty good 
about like having a stable mindset, no matter what happens in my business, you know, and that's really what it's all about. And like, I'm going to be talking about business here because this is to do with my meltdown, but this could apply to anything in life. It's like building a stable foundation of like, I'm okay, no matter what. Because life is life is ups and downs, life is challenges, and building a mindset of being okay with the ups and downs is so crucial to our happiness. But it's easier said than done, right? So this week, I had a major, major, major dip in engagement on Instagram, which sounds like such a first world problem. I hate even like saying it because when I when my clients tell me about these things or when I see other people, I'm like, oh, come on, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Right. But it's really hard um, to go through. And I'm normally OK with that type of thing and the kind of the ups and downs that are inevitable with this type of selling. I mean, I've worked in sales for like seven years now, like whether it was in corporate or in this business, it is a roller coaster. That's what selling is. It's it's not going to be just the same all the time. So engagement was like really, really crazy good there for a few weeks, a month, I don't know, two months, whatever. And it took a major dip. Now, this could be for any type of reason. This could be an algorithm update. This could be a whatever. It's unlikely that a bunch of people just lost interest in me at the same time and stopped watching my stories and whatever, right? It's more likely that there was a something happened with um, the algorithm. At least that's what we're, that's what we're going with. That's the story I'm going with. Uh, so yeah, another thing was I did take the weekend off social media. So I thought like maybe that's why, but it's happened before when I haven't taken time off. So who knows? Anyways, I just got in a really bad headspace about it. You know, I was making it mean things, um, and then I at the same time like perfectionist started coming up in other areas. I have talked to you guys before about my marriage and how perfectionism plays a role there. And I've been doing HelloFresh and trying different meal delivery services. So I've been doing a lot of cooking. And I tend to get in this mindset of like, if I'm not cooking or at least planning dinner, if I'm not taking care of what we're doing for meals, then I'm not a perfect wife. And like, fuck trying to be a perfect wife, right? Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's just this constant thing of like, I need to be good enough. I need to make sure we're eating the right meals and healthy meals. And if I don't plan anything, he's not going to know what to do. So like, what do we do? It's like stresses me out. And it was really bad um, a couple of years ago. Of course, I've like done a lot of work around it. And now it just comes up randomly. So it came up this week where I'm just like getting really stressed out about dinner and like tonight, like I don't have anything planned for dinner. I do not plan to cook. I don't want to cook, but we don't live somewhere where there's like we can't get like Chipotle delivered to our house, you know? So like it's, it's limited options for takeout. They're like not healthy options. It's just kind of difficult. And so I tend to spiral when these things happen instead of just saying to him like, Hey, you need to figure out dinner tonight. I'm not planning anything. You, you do you, I'm going to do me, or you need to figure something out. You know what I mean? Cause I get in my head. So um, yeah, it's just been a weird week. It's been, I feel like I have been slipping back almost to that like hedonic treadmill. If you guys have not listened to the episode about that, listen to it. Um, just scroll through my episodes. You'll see hedonic treadmill. Basically, it's the con. It's the it's the concept that humans tend to become adjusted to changes very quickly, whether they're good or bad. But we come adjusted to things like we get a new car because we think once I have this car, then I'll be complete. And then very quickly, we want the next thing. Then it's like, well, yeah, that I got the car, but you know what, I really need this raise. Or like, okay, but once, if I just didn't work evenings anymore, then I would be happy. Oh, everything's great, except for I don't have um, a, you know, the right husband or whatever, like the right partner. 
it's like it's like no matter what things we get though it's very short-lived before we decide we need something else to complete us and i talked about this a lot with my journey with my business because i was under the impression that like once i quit my job i would be so happy like once this was business was my full-time job nothing could ever upset me ever again and it was so short-lived before i started okay well what i have now in my business isn't enough i need to be making more money i need more numbers i need more podcast listeners right it's just it's the hedonic treadmill and that's where most people you know in first world countries are on we're on this we're in this idea that i will be happy when i'll be happy when it's not real like, it's just not real. Think back to the things you wanted so badly six months, a year ago, like things that you've gotten. It's like, did that really make a difference? There's always could be something more to want. So this this thinking is really dangerous because it takes us so far away from the present moment. The present moment, living in the present moment and being grateful, that is happiness. Like, that's happiness. This always, I'll be happy when something else happens. Doesn't matter what we have. It's that's it's not gonna make us happy if we're really just doing things because we think it's gonna make us happy. And I've been there before. Like I've talked about this on the podcast, like, but I just slipped back into this. So um, I wanted to share this for a couple of reasons. I want you to know that we all have these times when we slip backwards. We all fall off, you know, the bandwagon. We let go of our routines and our rituals and we let go of our mindset and whatever. It happens to all of us. What matters is that we give ourselves grace and get back on the bandwagon, get back to it, get back to feeling good. I really feel like the biggest, most important thing for this is mindfulness, is being present. Because when I was in this, like especially the past few days, um, it's, it felt like I was just constantly thinking about the future, like worrying and thinking about the future that I wasn't really in the moment. And like now I have a lot of awareness around this because I know what it's like to live for long periods of time in the present moment because I've made that my normal. So now I notice very quickly when, I, when I'm not in the present moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in my head. What's happening? Right? And that's like having self-awareness is everything because that just like alerts us. It's like when we can build a foundation of being in the moment, then we can notice when we're taken out of the moment. So getting back, like getting full on into meditation, because I think I, it's always hard to remember. Like I feel like last week I was really feeling a lot of resistance with meditation and breath work, really had to push through. And when we start to slip backwards, we don't want it. It makes it that much harder to do the things that are going to make us feel better. The journaling, the meditation, the breath work, the yoga, right? Going to the gym, like it makes it harder to do those things. It's like when we're feeling really good and really high vibe, it's easy to do those things, right? When we need them the most is when we're slipping backwards. So that's where discipline comes in. And that's where I really had to get real with myself and say, okay, like, I mean, I'm going to make sure I'm doing my meditations twice a day, morning and right before bed, and maybe a middle, middle couple minute one in the middle of the day, like just getting so serious about it because I know it's going to make me feel better. 
breath work really, really, really helps, especially in these times when it's harder to meditate because breath work is the thing that's going to relax your mind. And you have to, like, if you're doing breath work and you're doing a specific breathing exercise, it's easier to focus on that. So yeah, that's been helping me a lot. Just getting really serious about that again. Um, you guys know you can always check out the breath portal, which is my membership for breath work. There's a seven day free trial link in my bio or in my show notes. Yeah, super, super helpful. Um, and then there's another, so that I believe this is an Eckhart Tolle quote that I saw one time and I can never find it again. Like, I think I saw like a meme of it and I can never find it again. But it basically said like, look at the exact moment you're in right now and tell me what's wrong with it. And it's like, whoa. Because mo sometimes there is something wrong with this exact moment. You could have a broken leg. Someone you love could be dying. Like, yes. But most of the time, what are your problems? They're future. They're in the past or they're in the future. They're not actually happening right now. Right? If I'm worried about, oh, my engagement's lower. Am I going to sell enough this month? That's not a concern of this moment in time. There's actually nothing wrong with this moment in time. Right? So really powerful to bring yourself back to that moment and say, okay, let me look at where I'm at right now. What can I be grateful for? Like, what am I grateful for? If I can let go of the future and let go of the past and just be in the moment, then I can be more grateful. Then I can actually look at what's happening right now and say, wow, I'm actually okay right now. This thing that I'm worried about happening in the future actually hasn't happened yet. And I don't actually have proof that it will. I just have my worrying mind. And that's why mindfulness and being in the present moment is so powerful. Because the more that we, the more time we spend focused on the future, focused on worrying, it's it, like it compounds. It's like it becomes a lens over our perspective where we see everything as being worrying or perfectionism or whatever the thing is. When we can remove that lens and come back to the present moment, we can just shift things. And this is where I kind of, it gets into like what I said in the beginning about like, we know that the more abundant we feel, the more we'll attract more abundance, right? The more grateful we feel, the more we're going to attract those good, positive things into our lives. Gratitude, it's a practice. That's why we call it a gratitude practice. It takes practice. And it's so easy to fall off the bandwagon with gratitude also, right? Um, but bringing it back to the moment and saying, what am I grateful for right now is very helpful because it takes away like those expectations and the, yeah, but I need this to happen. I need that to happen. No, like tell me what you're grateful for in this exact moment. Like right now I'm sipping some hot chocolate. It's amazing. I just took a few minutes to go outside in the middle of my day and it's getting cold out here um, in Pennsylvania, but it's the sun is shining today. We went through like a 10 day period with like no sun, rain and gloomy. So like, I'm just so grateful that the sun is shining. I My house is very warm right now, even though it's cold outside. Like I have the abundance to make my house warm and the ability. That's, that's something that millions of people do not have. Like I have enough food in my stomach at this very moment in time. There's, there is so much to be grateful for, always, 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 always. And bringing it back to gratitude, bringing it back to the present moment will fill up your cup 
and shift the lens in front of your eyes, shift your perspective so that you're looking for more things to be grateful for. And that is how we shift our vibe because like with, I always tell my clients this, like if you're looking at your engagement numbers and I know it sounds silly, but believe me, it's one of the hardest parts of running an online business in this way, like through social media, it's, it's challenging because we all want validation. We want to be told we're good enough. (laughs) We're pouring our hearts and souls out there. And all we want is people to like, like our content, right? It's like so stupid, but it's, it's so real when you're experiencing it. I always teach like, I don't care if it's five people that show up to the, the Facebook live you're doing or come to your event or like your pictures or watch your stories. Like those are five humans. We have to be grateful for those five humans. We can't just be always looking at that number and wishing there was more. We have to look at that number and say, thank you more, please. Thank you more, please. Thank you more, please. It will build on that. It will build on that. That pulls you into the vibe. That pulls you into an abundance mindset where you see opportunities versus seeing closed doors. Like so much changes when you step into this abundant mindset. So speaking of journaling, I want you, whatever you're doing right now, as this episode wraps up, I want you to turn this off once I'm done talking. And then I want you to start naming out loud what you're grateful for or make a list on your phone or write it down, but get, get gritty, get small, get specific. What are you grateful for? And really feel it, really feel it. And yeah, let it really sink in. Okay. So everything I talked about is in the show notes. Um, If you guys love this episode, please give me a rating or a review or share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it. I'm at It's Leah Party. Love when you guys help me spread the word. So grateful for that. Um, And yeah, thanks for listening to me chat with you guys. I love you so much and I'll see you next week.